Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our No Offense devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. As always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 47, and they say this, You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you, and that way you'll be acting as true children of your Father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. <laughs> <laughs> you not feel that? <laughs> Just, You're hilarious. <laughs> I cannot. Can you feel that conviction rising in the room? Or is our heat on? Like, what's going on? Oh, okay, you guys, the devotional is titled An Anger Problem. <laughs> it says this. The past two days, we've talked about our anger problem. But why do we get so angry? Why is it so hard to let go of offenses? There's no easy one-size-fits-all answer because anger has many sources. Sometimes anger is an indicator of a bigger problem. And in that case, it's wise to get help from a counselor, pastor, or trusted friend. But let's take a look at the collective anger we're experiencing in culture. Why are most of us so offended all the time? Part of it is that our anger is now publicly documented. People used to get angry and move on. Now, people post on social media when they're angry, which fuels more outrage. We also have to remember that we have a real enemy whose mission is to steal, kill, and destroy, and our human anger feeds right into that plan. Now remember, anger itself is just an emotion, not a sin, but what we do with that anger can become a problem. In fact, here are three ways our anger can lead to destruction. First, it divides us. We've all been there. You see a relative or a close friend share something you disagree with and you're immediately triggered. Your blood is boiling and your gut reaction is to retaliate, respond harshly or unfriend them altogether. But here's the thing. A divided world needs a unified church. We need one another. And if we shut out people we disagree with, we rob ourselves of the opportunity to learn, grow, and share God's love. Two, it distracts us. Our anger can sometimes distract us with earthly concerns instead of eternal matters. That doesn't mean we ignore the things Jesus cares about or passively ignore injustices that hurt God's kids, but it does mean that we can't allow our anger to keep us from loving like Jesus. Three, it discredits us. When we're constantly angry, People won't see the love of Jesus in us. Yes, sometimes Jesus got angry, but he was known for his love, not for his anger. We're not called to be right. We're called to love. So let's not discredit our testimony 
by confirming the idea that Christians are hypocritical, judgmental, or bitter. Let's let go of the anger that keeps us captive. And instead, let's be like Christ, who didn't let his anger lead to sin. His love was powerful enough to cover both the oppressed and the oppressor. And we're called to do the same, to right wrongs without writing people off, and to seek justice while also loving mercy. Yeah, there was a few things that really popped out to me in this one. A lot did. A lot spoke to me because this is something that I probably struggle with in terms of just like, if I like dislike a situation or a person or a sports team, I will just completely write them off. And it's just like, there's no unity in that. I know it sounds almost kind of petty, but I'm just being honest with you all. But whenever Tori mentioned that scripture, it's John chapter 10, verse 10, that says, the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And so it made me think about, whenever I feel this urge to like sin in my anger or to lash out or to write someone off or to, to be hurtful, not helpful. It's like, Oh wow, the enemy's getting a foothold. Yeah. And then that competitive side rears up in me, which is a good competitive side, which is saying, no, actually I don't want the enemy to get a foothold. And even though my sinful flesh is like, Oh no, I want to be angry with this situation. I want to be mad. Like this whole mob mentality, you know, you see it on social media, the whole cancel culture thing. It's like mm -hmm. someone says one thing wrong, whether it's, you know, like that's its own thing, but then there's just waves of people. Well, almost feels like they're projecting yeah. years and years of pent up anger on this person. They don't even know, right. you know, and it just becomes this whole thing where it's causing hurt, not mm -hmm. helping. Yeah. doesn't mean that the person who says something wrong is in the right, right, but it means that we need to try to be loving towards the situation. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing that, that really stuck out to me was just that scripture that I read earlier about how it can like discredit us because even people who don't love God will love their best friends right. and, and hate their enemy. And so don't we want to be different? I'm not casting judgment at those people. What I'm saying is, is that if we truly love God and we are truly saved by his grace, mm -hmm. and now we want to go out and love our neighbor, don't we want to be different? Mm -hmm. D don't we want to live differently than everyone else to really be such a great picture of Christ's love for us. Yeah. And so that was really one of those things where how easily it can discredit us if we jump on those gossip trains, if yeah. we, if we follow the way the crowd's going versus saying, Hey guys, let's see how we can be supportive in this situation versus just forcing our rightness down someone's throat. Yeah, it's so good. And I think it comes back down to, you know, everyone always asks like, what's my purpose? What is my mission? Like, why am I here? And if you're a Christian, we are all given that capital P purpose to love God, love our neighbor and make disciples of him. And so if sinning in our anger hurts our testimony for him, then we are literally hurting our capital P Yum. purpose because we're not showing the love of Christ. And again, what this devotional is saying, sin or um, anger itself is not the sin. It's what we do with the anger, how we respond to the anger. If there is some type of injustice going on, it's not to look at it and be like, 
oh, okay, well, I can't be angry. And so I'm just going to shut my eyes and pretend like I don't even know what's going on. No, we go to battle in prayer. We don't go to battle on social media. Like that is our battlefield is with Christ who can actually do so much more than we can. And in prayer, he might reveal to you something that you can do here on earth to be his hands and feet, to move forward a certain mission to show mercy and compassion to people who have been injusticed. But us just lashing out and us just spewing words on social media, that does absolutely nothing for the cause. And I'm talking about the capital P purpose cause, which is bringing others unto Christ, looking different. Like, you all know that so many people who are not Christians just think that Christians are hypocritical and judgmental. Like I've come across so many people who are not Christians and I ask, you know, why? And they're like, well, first and foremost, every Christian I've met is no different really. Mm -hmm. And if they are different, then I feel like they're judging me all the time. And so that is not the way that Christ loved. That is not the way he has called us to live. And so just like Chad was saying, we're called to be set apart. And so what everyone else is doing in their anger doesn't make it right for us to do that in our anger. And guess what, y'all? In our own sinful, fleshly desires, we're going to mm-hmm. respond like the world. But we have the spirit of the living God living inside of us. And so every single morning we need to be in prayer asking, Holy Spirit, help me tame my tongue. Help me manage my emotions, my expectations. Help me give people the same mercy that you give me every single day. And so it's in his power, in his strength, that we can have the self-control to manage that anger before it becomes a sin. Yeah, and the last thing that I want to say before we pray on out is just that it's very normal to have these feelings pop up. It's very normal for our sinful flesh to want to lead us into that place of wanting to jump into that mom mentality, that cancel culture, that gossip train. It's very normal, but that doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean it's helpful, and that doesn't mean it's right. And so one thing I just want to encourage us all in right now is that because of the Holy Spirit and his conviction over our life, we can feel that feeling rising up where we want to lash out in anger, where we want to gossip, where we want to cause hurt, not not help a situation. And we can say, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get competitive with the enemy. I'm getting competitive with my flesh. I'm going to respond in kind like Christ would. Mm-hmm. And we have the power to do that in your marriage, in your relationships, at your at your job, with your friend group, with your enemy, we have a chance to bite our tongue yeah. and say, you know what, I'm not going to lash out. I'm going to respond the way Christ would want me to respond. And there's so much power in that. Yeah, so good. Want to praise and out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for conviction. We thank you uh, that you sent your Holy Spirit to live inside of us, Father. I pray that today you would just help us manage our emotions, Father. That if we feel that anger rising, that we would bring that straight to you. Father, that you would help us navigate how to control, how to tame our tongue, how to uh, redirect that anger uh, for your love, for your mercy, for 
us to have a better testimony of who you are, Father. I pray that you would help us not sin in our anger, but um, instead that anger turn into something for your good, for your people, for your church. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'm talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.